0: Welcome to the show here on this Monday. It is that time of the week where we visit with our friends over at Black Locks Reporter because, of course, they get all the goods that don't a lot often get the uh, time they deserve, but they really should because they matter. Tom Korski is managing editor over at Black Locks Reporter. Joining us now, good to have you, Tom. Thank you, Alex. All right, so um, I had a bit of a chuckle when I saw this one. I mean, I'll give the guy credit for, you know. Walking the talk, but Stephen Gabot, the new environment minister, says he's going to now travel Canada by train. Um, you know, to discuss <laughs> climate change. So am I to understand that he's going to take the the VIA Rail train to all of his um, press conferences because they're known to be late, and you know, it could take days for him to get where he needs to go. Is this man going to live on trains?
1: Yeah. Their on-time performance is terrible, and it was dropping like (laughs) a stone even before the pandemic. In fact, their on-time performance got so bad that the uh, railway (laughs) redefined on-time performance so it would look slightly better. It's interesting. I don't know if anyone who's ever taken the train across the North Shore of Lake Superior. That's a long, long trail of winding. Uh, That is hour after hour. There's another tree. There's a rock. There's that tree again. Six days is the schedule from Halifax to Vancouver. Uh, The uh, Transcontinental (laughs) has never done that in six days. I I mean, uh, maybe not since 1890. It's it's just it never happened. But as you mentioned, he takes it seriously, unlike his predecessor uh, Catherine McKenna, Mm. who logged tens of thousands of kilometers, burning jet fuel to talk about the peril of jet fuel emissions.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, look, you can write a hell of a speech in five or six days for whatever appearance you're making. But, um, you know, there's the more immediate measure that McKenna obviously chose when she f- crisscrossed across the country. And then there's what Mr. Guibault is doing. I don't know how this is going to work in practical sense, and I suggest that in about six months it'll be um, kiboshed by the Prime Minister probably. Uh, but nonetheless, I mean, uh, trains also, last time I checked, I, mean, I don't think they're using coal anymore, but they do need a good tank of diesel to uh, to operate.
1: They do run on diesel locomotives, and he might as well be out of the country. I mean, if there's a snap vote in Parliament, <laughs> there's, no, there's, <laughs> there's no way, Alex. There's, I mean, seriously, if you're if you're West of Brandon, between Brandon and Moose Jaw, and and it's January, he wants to do this in the middle of winter. Right. I, God bless us, Steve.
0: God bless you. <laughs> God, but is he serious? I mean, I mean, look. I know it'll it'll play well in the headlines, and he'll looking you know, he'll look like he's leading by example. But in practical terms, I mean, these guys get called out to announcements all the time. Is he actually going to? Um, you know, he, he does ride his bike every day of the year. Um, you know, but is he's got to leave the Ottawa bubble once in a while.
1: He's, well, he, he he volunteered the fact. I mean, he was not pressed on this, Alex. And this was all in the glow of the uh, climate conference in Glasgow. He volunteered the fact that it would be by train. He emphasized this so that he would not be confused with his predecessors, who who did find air travel very convenient. Uh, though not emissions-friendly, yeah. as they delivered speeches about the existential crisis of climate change, and the irony is was noted many times.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Nonetheless, I, 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 there's a couple of uh, issues on climate change. This one I find, though, downright, like, troubling. Um, so we're to listen that Cabinet should act to, quote, leave the majority of the fossil fuel in the ground from now on, and this is according to a scientific panel of the Canadian Meteorological and Oceanographics Society. Um, I guess they uh, they have now openly expressed that any, Alberta, they call them the tar sands, any um, oil coming out of the tar sands is unacceptable uh, as for the terms of the survival of this planet. So we're talking about Dr. Dr. Alan Betts, and this is a Pittsford, Vermont Atmospheric Research, who who kind of spares no nuttery here, and this is the same society that said back in 2019 TV announcers all should be working climate change into their daily weather reports, but now telling Parliament that we should go as far as prohibit bank financing of anything oil and gas and mining in in this country. Um, Those banks should be closed. Like, (laughs) really? That will go over very well.
1: It's interesting after Glasgow, isn't it, Alex? I I guess we're going to find out whether they mean it or whether they don't. You know, in this case, you have cabinet and you have these uh, uh, cabinet advisors and this society of uh, weather people is one of them. They take climate change very seriously. They're rough on the application. They're interesting on the theory. What does it mean when you say all oil, gas uh, should remain in the ground and there will be no more mining in Canada? What does that mean? How do we power Hmm. the generators that run the hospitals? As you point out, how will the trains run? There's so Many questions. People, you look around your home. What will power the kitchen stove in eight out of ten provinces? It's simply not clear, Alex. So this would be uh, exactly. So uh, at what point, I guess, is the question? And this this is a fair question. At what point do these people become practical?
0: Well, but at what point, point do these people have a right to, like, yeah, to tell that the government should tinker with what they're allowed to with what a bank is allowed to invest in? we We don't do that in this country. So, I mean, why even suggest it? I mean, that's where you you lose me on the whole issue. It's like, okay, let's let's try to get to a cleaner energy. But this is just nuts.
1: But, but this is precisely the point. I mean, why not have Parliament outlaw war while we're at it? <laughs> you know, and, and, and poverty. I mean, if it's aspirational, let's go crazy. But, but I don't understand the application. And you know what? They don't either. But it is long on sanctimony, and they seem to be enjoying themselves immensely
0: well that's because they get away with it and they just keep fueling their sanctimony and that you know and that's that's where we we are a couple of issues on vaccines and and covid i wanted to talk to you about because um the department of transport and this, this is where i'm like so this whole vaccine mandate thing to me is just a big fraud uh that makes headlines and that's all it does but the Department of Transport, effective today, is going to permit airlines and airports now to grant employee exemptions to compulsory vaccination on medical or religious grounds. So same thing for air passengers now um, who are expected, I guess, by month month to have vaccinations, but then they can also get medical exemptions. And these are what we're to hear and believe are the strongest va- vaccine mandates that the Prime Minister told us were being implemented. And yet, in your reporting constantly, Black Locks points out there are so many loopholes and exemptions in these mandates, they're not really mandates yet they get the same media treatment every day
1: there's a very uh, loose uh, use of language uh, by my friends in the press Gary Alex, and I have to say that uh, we hear about it, I'm sure you do, I know MPs do. Genuine mm-hmm. expressions of concern, worry, and grief by people who simply want to know, I mean, can I uh, use that plane ticket that I paid for? When, when mm-hmm. I see somebody saying this on the radio or television, a public office holder, does it mean this? People just simply want answers. And sure enough, we've always said No one will get fired. You cannot compel anyone to access public service on the condition they disclose personal medical information. That's against the law. And sure enough, Environment, or in this case, Transport Canada, as you point out, Alex, has said airlines uh, and airport authorities will not be firing employees because they will not disclose their medical status with good cause. And those include medical and religious grounds. So what was the point? I guess it was to get people worked up, and it did. It did. It did get a lot of people worked up.
0: Still is. It still is. Look, there's polling out by Angus Reid that like a majority of this country want teachers and doctors and front but people fired for not getting vaccinated. But then you've got these absolute um, nonsense talking points by the Prime Minister who's talking about these strong vaccine mandates. And, I, and look, I don't like mandates, and it's fair to go after Aaron O'Toole for not being able to answer a question, but there should be some challenge on all these ridiculous loopholes that we were told would not exist.
1: And and the diminishment of privacy rights here, and just an ordinary discourse, is is really sad, and that has comment has been made that you don't really get that back that it's, it's just not yeah, it's yeah. not government business it's not between you and your doctor anymore this is government business and this is up to uh, your neighbor's business and everyone is going to have a lot of opinions about my me- medical status H- how do you get that genie back in the bottle once it's out that's the sad part alex
0: that is a sad part. Just ask the people, um, you know, what they're going through in Austria. Meanwhile, um, just I'll finish up on this note. Christmas caroling is unsafe, says Dr. Teresa Tam, the party that fun forgot. Do not invite her because, uh, she's a party pooper, but give me a break. I think people now know, Tom, what they can and can't do. And I thought Christmas caroling was done outside of the front door. I don't, re- and I don't recall, by the way, a Christmas caroler, caroler coming anywhere near <laughs> my front door because I think they've been canceled. Have they not? Are they well, even I don't allowed mean, anymore?
1: Uh, 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 well, well, who feels like singing, right? <laughs> well,
0: yeah, right? God knows if you sang the wrong song, you might be absolutely annihilated in Toronto.
1: Oh, you know what? And they say even if you have the family over for the holidays, you got to make sure everyone's vaxxed. <laughs> and if they're not, you know what? Everyone has to wear masks. Who's going to follow that order? You know, uh, when you start to get this combination of government overreach and complete ineffectuality to the point of ridiculousness, th- there's another far-reaching effect of the pandemic.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know. These are the days we live in. Nonetheless, uh, very much appreciate that you guys report on it. Very much uh, always appreciate your time, Tom. Thank you. Th-
1: thank you uh, very much, Alex.
0: That is Tom Gorski, of course, uh, managing editor over of Black Locks Reporter. And, of course, uh, coming up with the headlines these days that make you go, Really? Seriously? Come on. But we're glad to have them, which we do Mondays and Wednesdays at 9 o'clock, which uh, delights all of you guys. Stay with us. Alex Pearson on point. This is Global News Radio.